there, it's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 129, and we're drafting the British. Yes, the British are coming, folks, uh, to this podcast. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, hey. And we've got two more in the room, and then one more is coming later. We've got Mike. Boy, this is the, I think Tomas coined it the great... British draft off or something Ooh, like that. That's okay. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. And Demetrius is with us. Oh, oi. <laughs> yes, yeah, you have to you have to answer in British. Uh, and we will have Aaron along in a while. He doesn't want to talk any Zelda, and we have to start by talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, you know, we I think from now on we just start every pod off talking Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, there's enough there, I think, to do it. Um, the next, the next like hundred episodes, I think, I think we'll be good. We'll, we'll start with, uh, with that a little bit later. We will be drafting the British. Um, I'll explain exactly what that looks like, but we're doing a draft. It'll be five of us. Um, all of our favorite British pop culture, uh, that'll be coming up in just a while. But before that, we're, we're on the Zelda minute. Um, I've been going deep into the depths for the kind of the first time in in my playthrough um it's there's a lot there's a lot down there um what how are you like deep 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 into the depths mike have you like uh unlocked everything there is to see in the depths at this point oh no no um as far as like my map completion like the main map i have like 90 percent like revealed the depths i probably have 50 uh, and the sky is probably my third place of, of what I've fucked with so far. And man, the depths are cool. There's like parts of it. I don't know how to get to yet. <laughs> yet. It seems like walled off. Uh, so there's like, I, you could find these like treasure maps in the sky islands that will mark X's in the, in the depths. And I, I don't know how to get to some of those. I'm yeah, on my third I, one, actually. I, I've done oh, two cool. of the X's cool. at this point. Um, I I found one because I found a map, and then it said, oh, you found this already. At least it tells you. That's that's kind of cool. That was cool, like, yeah, because it would suck to just go there and find an empty treasure chest. <laughs> yeah, not the most player-friendly game at all times, Zelda, but that's a, that's a nice... Uh, that's a nice player-friendly thing. They've done, I, 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 to its defense, I think Tears of the Kingdom is way more like intuitive and way more player-friendly than than Breath of the Wild. I think they've made a lot of like um, little upgrades here and there to to make things a little bit easier to navigate. The recipes for cooking, like there's there's just a lot of things that I think make it a little bit easier on Anya. Um, just the just the ability to open a chest and it lets you drop something if your inventory's full yeah, instead of doing the yes. pause screen dance from Breath of the Wild. That was like whoa, ten out of ten. This, this is so good. Like right away, that was uh, that was something something cool. Yeah, pretty nice. Uh, where are you at, D? What's what's your kind of Zelda adventure looking at right now? Uh. Uh, so I just am fully, uh, taking in every single percent of the map. I'm, when I get to open world thing, I find myself kind of awestruck. So I just, I don't start completing things right away. I just kind of naturally go where I end up. 
uh, it's the I, best way to play. You're doing it. Yeah, doing I it just. Right. Yeah, so I just uh, the little underground thing, royal, you know, underground secret passage thing. Just did that randomly last night. That was that was fun. That was like an hour of just like yes. wandering Thank around and just discovering stuff and going, oh, I can go this way, I can go that way. And it was just like, there's a lot of rocks. I was like, I don't care. I'll keep going. Uh, fought the mini boss that was down there, got the knight armor set. Uh, and that was my night. It was just super great. I was, I was, I came back to go to the depths and I ended up doing that. So <laughs> that's pretty ironic because um, I literally randomly ran into that also yesterday, like <laughs> completely random. Because, there, yeah, there's like the little hole basically. There's yeah. like the NPC that says, like, Hey, I broke this hole open. I'm like, all right, I'll yeah. go in there. And you think it's like, All right, there's going to be a little mini quest little or whatever cave. else. But like you said, yeah, it's at least an hour of, of stuff down there. Like, yeah. But you can stop at so many different spots in that. You exactly. can stop right exactly. away when you find that statue. You can stop when you find just one piece of armor or something, you know, like, but it yeah. keeps going and going. And then I did that and I went, I did the whole castle from there. Yeah. I did fucking yeah, exactly. And found a ton of cool shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it was, it was just such a fun, just that's a game in itself right there to me. Like, it just, that whole right. It just, I went on. So it feels good yeah <laughs> yeah it feels it feels it feels so uh intuitive like you guys are saying it feels a lot more uh connected where you do a quest line and then you run into something and it takes you into the next thing even if it's not uh feeling like main story questy like stuff still feels like there's some sort of causality going on they this thought one. of every fucking thing i don't know hats off Ugh. Yeah, in that in that uh, vein, um, this morning Kayla was marveling at the the physics of it all. I mean, obviously it's a it's a huge physics game, but just like uh, when you say they thought of everything, that was kind of what what you were talking about, right, Kayla? Just like the wild physics. I just think it's crazy that like with all the building and and Eric doesn't build too much, but too. <clears throat> just the little things of like the hot air balloon whatever it falls off and it just rolls downhill it does exactly what it would do in the real world it just is crazy yeah what yeah once you get auto build which eric did you d do you have that do you guys have it uh i know it exists i have not gone searching it for it yet no guys find it just go get it like it's not <laughs> something that should be it's it's an ability that you get and it they sh mm -hmm. it shouldn't be optional like it seems like it is you go get it because it just makes all of that that layer of fear of build of like ah oh, man I gotta use my parts I gotta find something no because auto build once you have it you can build it and it costs a little bit of zonite and it just builds it out of thin air like oh. so but I'm saving up my zonite for crystallized charges, so I want a battery. I have. I'm sitting Why on one battery. battery. If you're not using vehicles, Eric, I don't use vehicles because I only have one battery. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> snake eating its own tail. Mike. Why do you only have one battery? How the fuck do you get more than one battery? I'm I'm now I'm just now getting into the the depths, and I've realized now that like you get a decent up. amount of. Yeah, like I'm getting some zonite. I I traded that into for crystals, but like you need 
a shit ton of those crystals to, to get your battery up, right? Yeah, 100. Are you planning the forges at all? Have you found any? I found the one in first, the sky. The yeah. Okay. Um, and There's some you can find in the depths pretty you know early. I did. I did find one in in really? the depths. It was right by. Yeah, you were you were napping. Uh, that was one of the things. Um, <laughs> but I bought all the crystallized charges that were there. There were like twenty or whatever available. Yeah. Um, were you so able between, to get the large stonite ones too? A couple. I, I don't think. Like I think there were like maybe a half dozen of them, and I bought like half because I only had yeah. X amount of large stonite. Like you know. Um, so I, I might at this point have enough to like add one battery or something but it's you know right one one, one battery or, or two batteries isn't gonna go too too far yeah you know like you know i just supercharge everything batteries pff, just supercharge everything well i like doing the gotcha <laughs> machines with, yeah. with the, i use a lot of the zonite charges on the the machines to get i really like the zonite devices like i've recently just oh, um been doing the attach a uh, rocket to your shield and just oh. fly it's great it's really good have you surfed have you rocket surfed yet i haven't rocket surfed it i've i've regular that surfed. stuff that's satisfying man okay. that stuff is satisfying <laughs> uh kayla write down rocket surf and we'll figure that one out uh, <laughs> got it. i think the three of us are playing like three different games and it's okay and it's like this this game allows that flexibility mm-hmm. so much and uh yeah, remember, I, I I play for the story. I play for the story, guys. So I'm also, like, salivating over any little narrative bits I get to. I wish there was, yeah, more. I, I did all of the um, Dragon Tears, or at least, like, that quest that, like, takes you around oh, cool. to the, the hieroglyphs and stuff. And wow. I found that mm-hmm. really cool. I really, like, I, I wish there was more easy access to that kind of thing, because it's... It's essentially, you know, you're, you're flashing back. There's there's like a time element and all that. I don't think that's that big of a spoiler in a Party, Zelda game. Yeah. Um, what? Time in yeah. Zelda? <laughs> right, right. Hero and, time. <laughs> and I think it's cool. Like, I think it's pretty, like, I've I've been intrigued by, like, oh, all this shit happened in the past and... And 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 here's how you know Ganondorf came to power and and whatnot and here's how he you know has been dealt with so or, cool. or whatever like so cool. I think it's pretty intriguing and I and I liked the story stuff in Breath of the Wild I just found it I mean really few and far between um, yeah. I think that, like like the voice acting and stuff is <laughs> is cool I, like it's such a for me, the thing that like I really like bristle on in, in in this game and Breath of the Wild is like when I do get a a lore cutscene or whatever else, um, or even just a mission that goes into a cutscene and it's fully voice acted and there's like some decent humor involved and all of that. I'm like, this is cool. This is like, why can't the whole game be this? But then. <laughs> 90% of the game is I talk to a villager and it's not voice acted and uh-huh. yeah and there's just uh-huh. you know the like anime sounds and it's it takes me out of it a little bit so you know that's but yeah but whatever. then but then you could build a but then you could build a robot though you're trading <laughs> that for you can build a robot I want both D I want yeah. both you know <laughs> it's Ghibli the game man like so if you're not in for that like they are not shy about <laughs> robbing 
Mononoke Castle in the Sky, Spirited Absolutely Away. Not. Like, yeah, they'll they'll, mm, they'll take it. <laughs> Do those movies not have voice acting in them? Is that no? But they have. Uh, see, that's what it's I'm just saying. all of that kind of tone without the fully voice act. Like, yeah. it's. I think it's visually very like. Th- the Gorgeous. depths, I think, are kind of ugly. Um, I guess they're supposed to be, but I think, like, I, not a big fan of the depths aesthetically, but everything, the sky and the, the surface, I think, really pretty, really, I like the character designs, like, I like the Zora a lot, and the uh, the Rito, and, and stuff like that, like, um, it's, it's like 80% aesthetically pleasing, I would say, of a game, like. Oh, 100 for me, Hundo. I love everything. As I'm like lighting up the depths and and like I'm doing a lot of climbing in the depths. There's a lot of like mountainous stuff in the depths. It just looks, it the textures aren't great. Like it's it you can tell this is like a not a. Oh yeah, you know yeah. There are there are times when I'm you're you're looking at something. I feel like when I'm playing on the TV, I notice it more than handheld for sure. Yes. Like. <laughs> It looks different than even Breath of the Wild, like an even more cell shadiness. Like it has to like. I feel like the game is constantly shifting at some like like it has to like it's trying to keep that frame up. So it has it's like dipping in in quality. You're probably right. I mean, it's got to be doing some magical shit because like it's a seven years now for the switch. Is it its seventh year? At this point, yeah, yeah like I think it's going in the seventh. It's impressive. I mean, like at the end of the day, this is one of the most impressive games for a lot of reasons. Yes, the physics are insane. The you know just everything you can do, the the open nature of it. But I think the maybe the most impressive thing is that like it is it functions and functions very well on ancient hardware, <laughs> like ancient hardware yeah. that was kind of bad when it. When it started, like seven seven years ago, the Switch wasn't great, you know. So, like, um, but it's made for this. Like, this is what it's made for. So it right. worked. It's yeah. I think it's almost the inverse. Like, yeah, this is made to take, like, just ring out the Switch in every way, shape, and form. Like, it's it's getting corners of that processor that nothing else is getting. You know. I don't know because think of recall. It's constantly recording the movement of every fucking item in the game at all times. Like that's just like no game has a system like that, really. Like, and that's just one of your abilities. Link is like the most. I don't want to say powerful, but he's just the most fun and interesting like video game character to me like to play as now with the toolkit that he has in this game he has everything like he's a god he can do it's so funny because there'll be times where you're in a shrine and you're like what the fuck how do i do this oh i just i just ascend that's it it's as simple as that is the best ability to me it's the best all of them are just so like oh i just i just can do that like why was I was trying to make it so complicated. <laughs> yeah, I forget a lot. I forget the simple solution. I'll be mm-hmm. trying to Rubik's Cube my way out of the thing, and it's just like, blow the door up. 
Just blow it up. <laughs> I love that it allows for that kind of stuff. Because right. I, I f- the Breath of the Wild shrines were a lot more rigid. Like there was a there was a solution for the most part to the Breath of the Wild shrines. Like that you kind of had to take the golden path, more or less. And I. I hit my head on a lot of those. Like there, there were several that I think I backed out of, or just spent way too much time on. I feel way better in in these shrines of just like, yeah, I'm probably not doing the thing that like the optimal thing, the thing that you really like built the shrine to do. But I'm at least using like multiple, like I'm using Ultra Hand and Ascend, and I'm using my paraglider, you know, I'm I'm kind of using all the tools in a real janky way to to get to the end of the shrine and it and it's allowing me to do that and not yeah. kind of hit hit a brick wall. Um and and I really that's Do you guys have a favorite shrine so far? I've got a least favorite, uh the Ooh, one that one? like we had to look up. We we've had to, we've done like 40 shrines I think at this point or some, right around that number and oh, the, the baseball, baseball bat one. one. Yeah, ironically oh, okay. the baseball one. Um Yeah, you you have to create a baseball bat uh and swing a a thing and was it, just has, Was it figuring out how those glue stick things work? Was, I think so. Just like, yeah. oh, just put the stick. The game doesn't put really another one on there. Give you a tutorial for those. I I just kind of fig- like was messing around, and I'm like, oh, that'll just stick to that. Oh, okay. I, you don't even have to attach it. It just sticks <laughs> in the things. Yeah the 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 little rotational thing. I nowhere in my mind did I think, oh, I'm gonna attach something to this to like extend it into a bat. I was just, um, I'm gonna bounce something off of this, right? Like I'm gonna create some kind of platform or springy nature or something to, and the ball's gonna hit it, and I'm gonna hit the thing right at the right moment, and and a, a spring action is gonna happen. So I just was. Like how how do you get that? And so yeah, we ended up just looking it up, and it was like yeah, just attach a stick to it, and and swing at the right time. I'm like okay, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that one Amazing. was you definitely yeah. have to like go into Zelda brain. Like when you when you play, you you, you have to remember your tech. You have like because there like there's always just some brute force dumb way to do it. Always like. You could just throw a spear at that target and it clears it. You don't have to do oh. <laughs> the pinball at all. You can like you don't have yeah. to do that. You know? Blow it up. <laughs> so that's more. That makes me more angry. <laughs> no. no, that I, I do like that aspect. Yeah, that you can kind of play it your own way. And and I I'm like I said, I've done like forty of them. I've probably like thirty nine of them. Probably I've done the wrong way or you know my way, whatever. Uh, and it's nice having a co-pilot too. It's just another uh, great aspect of playing games with with Kayla. Is just like, uh, yeah, try try that, and let's see what that. And then even if that's not the actual solution, it's like, oh yeah, but I think you're yeah. That that's something I didn't think of. You know, we we should use that other piece or whatever. Oh, so, yeah. Do you guys it, have a favorite shrine? There's one that's kind of like Mario Kart. Oh. It's like a huge track that you're that you're you're uh, going through. That's exciting. And uh, that one was was really fun. I like any of the ascend one. Like there's a bunch where they just really want you to utilize ascend, and I I, I love it. <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> I love figuring out how do I put a a door like on top of a ledge so I can 
<laughs> How do I get just a little lip so I can ascend through it? How about you, D? What, what, have you really I don't, loved a shrine? I don't, I don't uh, have any strong feelings towards a shrine uh, one way or the other. I just go full Zelda brain uh, and just like half the time I'm not even thinking when I'm solving these things. I'm just like, oh, I got to get there. Cool. Do it. And then I'm like, oh, the shrine's over. What did I just do? Uh, <laughs> I redid multiple shrines because I didn't remember solving them. Uh, I just walked in and was like, oh, cool, a shrine. <laughs> so uh, that's that's from years of playing Zelda. My brain just kind of goes a dungeon, uh, a, a shrine. I need I'd solve now. Uh, good. Uh, so uh, I, I think a bigger thing was that first dungeon you have to do that was more memorable to me than any of the shrines uh just because the setting yeah i did the wind one first uh loved it i i loved every second of that that was such a fun like getting up there fighting the boss like everything was satisfying about that dungeon how do you guys feel about the companions love them I I have a love hate relationship with my companions. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Mike on that one. <laughs> for me, sometimes. Just, yeah, I was just yeah, gonna say they've just been positive surprised. for me. Like it, it like um the the one you get for the wind one has been really right. helpful for traversal. Yeah, and yeah. the other one, like I, I've got, I've also gotten the water one. Um, oh, I don't and, have that one yet. I have the fire one. Okay. Yeah. And the, you the, know. The fire motherfucker is stupid. He's so uh, fucking stupid. And I hate him. I love Colin. I hate Yonobo. That piece of shit. Maybe I'll do that one last. I, I find that, like, they're just positive, like, and, and it fluctuates how, how positive they've be, been. Like, sometimes I'll get into a big battle and they're, they might as well not even be there you know like and sometimes, it, it, sometimes they're one-shotting people luck, man yeah like and yeah. and i don't know wh- why why it is you know one way or the other but like it's always you know been positive and 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 the the wind one with traversal has been just a game changer in a lot of ways so yeah 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 Tolan's good I think we have a, a wild Aaron has appeared. How are you? Okay, Aaron? guys. Zelda talks over. All right, it's over. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, we'll um we'll I'm, have a I full could go for forever. So we need to stop. <laughs> we will have a Zelda episode in in the near future. Our um, I'm now calling him the the pod's older brother, uh, Tony. Um, he Ooh. he really wants to get on on a yeah. on a pod talking some some Zelda. So we'll we'll get Tony on and oh, yeah. we'll we'll deep deep dive into that's gonna be a big pod there's gonna be like six or seven of us on <laughs> we might have to do multiple episodes you know break it up i'll i'll get a script going maybe something like that um but uh Very. yeah <laughs> zelda's illegal from now on no no zelda talk because aaron has entered uh the chat here. Um, how are you aaron i'm pretty good how are you doing 
I'm I'm well. I we we were talking some some Zelda. Uh so your your present was like wasn't you. missed, you know, is what I'm saying. You, oh, thanks. You could leave and and come back in another, you know, 20 minutes would be fine. No. Um we're happy to have you. Um and uh we're doing a Brit draft. If 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 you're not aware, if you joined the episode and and uh you know, weren't aware that we're doing just a blind. Brit draft. Yeah, just I I would love someone to go into it blind. It's actually I would say this is one of the easier drafts potentially because like just doing the research on it, like I don't know, the the Brits kind of own pop culture in in a way in in a lot of ways. There's just so many Awesome characters and and whatnot, but before we get to the draft, I'm I'm you know we're we're not there yet. Um, it's been a while since we've kind of had an opportunity to catch up and 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 you know kind of talk about what what all of us have been up to. Um, so Aaron, seeing as you're new, um, cyberpunk right now, that's uh, that's kind of where you're I'm at. Breaking up. You're breaking up with the pod or. I think you're breaking up. Either. Oh, I'm breaking up. Uh, am I breaking up for everyone else? Oh, okay. No, I heard uh, you. Sound pretty clear. Yeah, clear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's been hacked. He's been cyberpunked. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been cyberpunked. He shouldn't have played all that cyberpunk. I think that's the that's the problem. Uh, we'll get Aaron back oh. in, in just a second. Um, I'm not cutting any of this out. I think from now on, when we have technical difficulties, let's just have fun and, and make fun of it. Um... So Aaron, Aaron will come back. Maybe he took it personal when I said, when when I said, yeah, just leave for 20 (laughs) minutes. He, he took it. He's like, okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, how about you, D aside from Zelda? Have you checked anything, uh, out cool? Oh, uh, other than seasonal anime, which I kind of, uh, been enjoying my rom-coms, this cute little stories. Uh, let's see. What have I consumed lately? Uh, yeah, nope, just Zelda. Uh, Zelda and a baby, guys. That's pretty much it. Uh, I've been enjoying, enjoying New Baby and The Legend of Zelda. That's pretty much it. Okay. okay. Which one's better? Uh, definitely The Baby. Yeah. I like this latest season. This latest season of The Baby, so good. Uh, you would not believe the amount of poop she takes. That's the prequel to the bear, right? The baby, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's really good buildup. It's really good buildup. Kind of slow. Pacing's kind of all over the place, but it's it's pretty good. How's the voice acting? I feel like the voice acting's probably not great. Pretty similar uh, to Tears of the Kingdom, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of grunting, uh, a lot of a lot of just random voice clips uh, that just pop up every four or so hours. It's pretty weird. Spouting about a blood moon every day or so. Gosh. You would not believe how dedicated she is to talking about the blood moon. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that uh, that baby. Uh, Aaron, um, cyberpunk, right? You got hacked. That's that's what's up. Oh yeah, that's, that's what it is. They just took over my stuff. Hack um, the world. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what you said last. It connected. It wasn't. It didn't work too long after that. But. Uh, yeah, I'm replaying Cyberpunk so that I'm up to speed when the expansion comes out. Pretty excited for that. We'll see. We got a uh, we got an Xbox showcase coming in um an hour and a half at this point. So could we might get some Cyberpunk. I don't know. I was thinking it was going to be at uh Game Fest, which we also haven't talked about. Holy shit. Um but uh yeah, maybe it we, makes we sense get because they they did that reveal at the Xbox. 
Ah. You know, when Keanu came on stage and stuff. I think they're kind of, you know, handshake agreement. In bed? Okay. I played it on Xbox. I played Cyberpunk on Xbox, and uh, maybe that's the right place to play it. Um, you're on yeah. PS5, Aaron, for Cyberpunk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah play it on there. Yeah. How many hours do you have now, like, between your multiple playthroughs? Oh, it's it's a lot. Probably a few hundred. Like, oh, it's it's, nice. it's going to get close to three houses for me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow okay we need i mean there are three houses in <laughs> right, cyberpunk so. you can actually in cyberpunk buy many apartments in different parts of the city it's pretty great um but i've got like 600 or so hours in three houses so i don't know eventually i'll get to that oh. so i tried to replay it and i couldn't do it again so maybe i'm done with that oh yeah. right I eight places is the limit <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited uh, that that you know they've gotten Cyberpunk to a, a place where it's just really functions really well. And by the time I I had played it, like it was it was great. I I ran into you know a bug here, a bug there, but it was it was a great experience. You know, um, hopefully the DLC can can really do it. Um, Keanu was like a, an underrated performance. I think I think like it became a meme and everything, but it was just good like his character yeah. was good and his his work was really good in that game so um yeah it did his, everything about his character is just really good i like where he just gives little insights into things even if it has nothing to do with him or his his goals he'll just like give his opinion which is usually just you know you know dissent and stuff like that but um i like that uh your how things go later in the game go goes with how much he likes you and agrees with you because if if you just disagree with him every time he talks to you like he doesn't like you by the end of the game right but um yeah it's it's such a good game i love it i love where the story goes i love there's like hundreds of side missions that are so like well thought out and done it's just a great game it's a lot like, I mean, we were just talking about Zelda and how open-ended it is. I think, like, Cyberpunk does a lot of those things, too, where you can do a, an in-depth side quest that might take you, like, hours, or you might end it in 20 minutes because of a choice you, you make or, you know, something right. you kill or whatever. Different right, well, there's, um, early in the game, like, you get this mission, and it's it's literally drive a car from point A to point B, park it in a garage and leave. But while you're driving it, you can hear a guy screaming in the trunk. So you can make the choice to just deliver the car and get paid <laughs> or go and like talk to him and then still make him get in the trunk and get paid or help him and do what he's. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just so cool like that. And then none of it really, it's not like a Knights of the Old Republic where you're good or bad. You're just seen as a, a mercenary. So you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I um, like that there was, like, no morality kind of system. I think it would have been worse off if there was. Right. Yeah. What a game. That DLC is cannot come soon enough. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. I think I think Idris Elba can do a Keanu kind of performance for a good character. I hope so. I hope they don't try to go in completely in the same vein, but I think it'll be really good. I, I wouldn't mind playing that game, which is, like, Luther stuck in my head. So <laughs> I know the character he's playing is pretty like, uh, pretty important for the the you know because it came from like the tabletop game, uh, mm -hmm. Cyberpunk. I, apparently, that character that he's playing is pretty important to, to the story of all all that. I'm I'm not familiar with the lore, but from what I've heard, it's me either. Yeah, he's he's an important part of that. Um, Kayla, we started Platonic. Um, mm -hmm. got through. Oh, now you're married. 
Yes. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I convinced her. I convinced her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Apple TV uh, Plus show, Platonic, um, with Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen. How how you digging that one? Well, they're two of my favorite people. Uh, <clears throat> nothing really like crazy has happened. It seems kind of slow, but I like it. It's funny. It makes me laugh. Uh, just two adults trying to be friends with the opposite sex and has its issues. Yeah, I think they've done a good job of not making it like I, I think we were talking last night that it's kind of believable. Like everything that they've like has <clears throat> happened so far isn't over the top. They could have easily taken it over the top in, in a big way and like put them in. Like an, yeah. Like another show we've been we watched beef, which is a little ridiculous. Right. Uh, Platonic is very much just like regular day stuff. Just a married woman with kids trying to be friend with like a dude going through a divorce and you know they like each other they you know the 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 mom wants to get out and have some fun and the the not the single person the single man who has no kids and has a very different life just trying to balance that friendship is uh fun yeah about five episodes we're in i think at this point yeah 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 pretty i we're we're up to the episodes that they've released i think they're they're on like a wednesday cadence on that one so uh That'll does be our it, new Ted Lasso. Does it feel like an Apatow sitcom or something? Or does it feel, I don't Because just the the fact that it's a series, oh, it keeps throwing me off as of what the. Different being works. a series. And that's yeah. why I kind of feel like it's a, a little slow. Like I said, nothing gotcha. really big and crazy has happened. Right. Uh, it's just, it's kind of just little stories. Just okay. I think it's it, it does have the Apatow feel, but because it's a series, it's stretched out. So there are like, you know, if you think of an Apatow movie as like a two hour laugh a minute, like, you know, fest and stretch it over. This is pro- there are like 30 minute episodes. And- yeah, they're quick. Yeah. Right. It's the same probably amount of jokes and gags and like scenarios and stuff, but spread over what'll probably be like five hours. And so far it's worked for me, I think. I like they're charming. Obviously, like Seth Rogen and Roseburn have just like really good chemistry and that I think is like what's really shown through. Um it's not hilarious, I would say. It's more like chuckle worthy and, and you like seeing them on screen and and it's and it's like believable i think it's like kind of um you can relate if you're in any of those kind of like scenarios because it's also like he's going through a divorce and he's um he's a small business owner he owns like a a brew pub and he's not a good adult he's not good at adulting right yeah he's kind of a like he's not a loser because like he's he's doing stuff with his life but like his personal life is a mess, you know, his, and then she's, uh, she was like a, a pretty well, uh, off like attorney and stuff, but then she, um, had some kids and, and has taken a kind of a backseat to, to that. Like she's, she's become full on mom, you know, but and, her husband is still a lawyer. So she still like really feels like FOMO. Like she, she goes to his work with all the people that she used to work with and they're all successful and she's like yeah i've got got a diaper you guys want some 
some throw up <laughs> like, there's yeah. some good mom stuff i think like because she's got a, a like a best friend who's also like a a soccer mom kind of and their their dynamic is is real fun i think mm-hmm. uh carla gallo i think okay. is her name I, i'm not familiar with the 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 actor but she's she's cool she's like just thrown in there anytime they're at school or whatever it's like ah oh, yeah we're both in the carpool lane you know they kind of there, there's some fun stuff there but yeah, yeah. That's, that's platonic that's on uh, Apple. That's right? on Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um Mike, you're a convert now to the Spider-Verse, right? Oh man. Yeah. I think we have we all seen it? I yeah. have. <laughs> no. No. You oh, seen damn, it, D? oh no. It, bro. It, and- I, I had a baby literally days before it came out. <laughs> you got to take shifts, man. You see it. Watch <laughs> the baby, she goes see it. Come I back mean, talk we, about the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta, I mean, shift work, man. You got to play we, hockey out we, there. <laughs> it's real good. There's we're talking. Good we're talking about Spider Verse. We're talking about Spider Verse. That's all. We're just talking about Spider Verse. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think you just take the. Normally, I'm not pro baby in in a theater, but I I think take the baby to the theater. Uh, this is an important film. <laughs> for uh for the baby to see i think so i think i think ultimately we'll figure it out because it's not like it's a movie she doesn't want to see it's it's pretty long though it's like two and a half hours it is it is like two and a half hours yeah only 20 of it's the main story (laughs) Uh uh-oh we've got a dissenter here in our ranks it's not godfather 2 aaron no, I don't. It, I don't know. It's it's a it's a fun good movie, but it's it's the main story is literally fifteen or twenty minutes of that movie. That entire movie is filler, so that they can make two movies. Exactly. I'll give you that. There, there's there three quarters of, of the movie is like watching anime filler episodes. <laughs> I love anime filler like... episodes. Well, then then you'll enjoy it. It's it's. It, I mean, it's fun to watch, but it feels like this should either be a TV show or they should have made this into a movie that works as a standalone movie, not, hey, surprise, yeah. it's, it's a two movies. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I thought I think the movie does a really good job of just building these emotional bonds with all of, like, with Gwen Stacy, with Miles and his parents and everything and all this stuff. And I don't know. I think it has really big payoffs and then it keeps going after that because it is really long and then uh but it, it, yeah, it, it seemed like it was it all they were only interested in setting up emotional payoffs they weren't trying to advance the story at all yeah you finally get to like a ooh, we're getting to the climax here and then that's the end i was looking at my watch i'm like i don't i don't think they have enough time to resolve anything I knew it was two parts, so I, yeah. I kind of anticipated, like... I, I didn't. That's why I'm like, this movie's going to be so long, because we're over an hour in, and oh. nothing has happened. Like, nothing oh, is actually... You, you went into it not knowing it's it's two parts. Yeah. Oh, oh that makes oh, a big difference, dude. I think. Okay. You did yeah. the Dune. Because <laughs> it was yeah. literally, like, a, at one point, it was called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, and then they were going to have right. Across the Spider-Verse Part 2. They changed the third movie's name to Beyond the Spider-Verse, but, like, right. it's still, um, like, yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. two. <laughs> I'm trying to go into movies, like, as blind as possible, because trailers give so much away. Sure. 
but like I said, like I'm sitting there where like I keep looking at my watch with like an hour, hour and a half in the movie. I'm like, they haven't even like set up what's gonna happen in this movie yet. Like, what's going on? <laughs> they're still just introducing oh, characters. Okay. okay. The character was, design okay. is by far the best part of the movie, but um God, what a gorgeous movie. Yeah, oh, it's it's wonderful. I, even if you look at like all like little Spider-Man in the background, there's some really cool ones that like there's some like Spider Woman with a hockey stick, and there was a samurai one in the background, and there's some really cool ones in there. But I don't know. I just thought there was gonna be like a story to the movie, and then it just seems like they're like, okay, let's set up a story just so we can have a sequel. Yeah, I think I think there's some great like um, there's some great character work. I think they've done a good job of fleshing out like uh, Gwen Stacy or you know Spider Gwen. Um, you know she was spider. cool in the first one. Um, but she, she takes a, I, I think almost half of this movie is more about, you know, Gwen than it is, uh, about like Miles and, and, and whatnot. So like she, she takes a kind of a, a front seat, uh, yeah. for, for a lot of it. And, and I like it. I, I like what they've done with that character. And, and then you get more Miles and you get like, it is juggling a lot of stuff. Like it, like, like if, as long as you go into it, I think D like knowing that, it is two parts, so you know that, and it's also it's it's attempting to juggle like we're introducing new characters, we're reintroduced to the char- like a lot of the characters from the first one, um, and and we're kind of digging in a little bit deeper to to just about everyone, um, and it introduces a cool new new villain that I I really liked as well. So um, I don't, I don't, it was I for me it was phenomenal um but it probably helped that I knew I, I was getting a, a cliffhanger you know yeah okay yeah okay I mean uh light light spoilers for everyone else I've been following development since they announced it so I <laughs> I did the opposite of Aaron I I know probably too much about the movie yeah. uh but I'm still going in like uh you're gonna love it man. It, yeah yeah i'm I'm excited let's just say that yeah what a what a film enjoyed that very excited that we're getting a a quicker turnaround on the next one i mean it was like five years in between into the spider-verse and 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 this one we're in beyond like next year yeah yeah so 2024 so it's like it's like 10 months or something right something like that yeah it's not it's not bad march yeah, it's, it's reasonable. Well, they, I'm sure they made them at the same time. Yeah, right. definitely working on them. Definitely still work that we're still working on it when this movie came out. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, uh, but to yeah. I'll go real quick. I have a kind of a, a little list here. Oh, yeah. Uh, we watched Flamin' Hot. OK, last night. How's that? Uh, it's not bad. It it, it kind of reminded me of like those early Disney kind of like or late ninety Disney movies. Like, uh, remember that Tony Danza movie where he was became a kicker? Yes, he was the garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia <laughs> phenomenon. Was the name of that movie? Long movie title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus. That wow. movie, a guy who starts from the bottom cut. and works his way up to this un- unbelievable kind of position, like okay. that that style of. I've seen Invincible. It's the same movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 kind of thing. Guy it starts as like maintenance, janitorial work, and fucking saves Frito Lay. That oh, that's good. Well, I'm saying okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, 
it's a good I, if you're looking for family movie night. I I suggest it. It's pretty okay. Good. Nice. Um, and hot. Uh, but for the for the cool adult crowd out there, I watched How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Oh man, so jealous, so jealous. And that's a good ass movie. <sighs> um, Gotta see it. Uh, just some really tense ass like scenes. Uh, basically, a uh, kind of anarchist group is getting together to blow up a pipeline in Texas, part of a pipeline. Um, it's real. It's got a, like a really strong climate change message to it, and uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven. Because everyone on the team has their own kind of job that they're doing, like in for this, like you know, heist slash uh, vandalism, <laughs> crazy uh, mission they're doing, and uh, yeah, it just really works. It's really great. Um, I really only recognize like one actor in it. He was in he he was in like uh, season one of White Lotus, but uh, everyone does a pretty pretty cool job. It's it's a really good mix of like. People, they show like these short vignettes that go into why each member has joined this cause kind of thing. And it's pretty neat. The main female actor, I, I unfortunately, I don't know her name, but I, I listened to an interview. She also co-wrote the movie. Um, oh, cool. And uh, she just like was, it was a fantastic interview. Uh, she just seems really, really cool, really thoughtful. And um I it really got. I was already hyped for the movie, but then I I gotta check it out now. What's that one that you probably had to rent it, right? Five ninety nine on Amazon last oh, yeah. night. Easy money into it. Those twenty dollar uh, ones are tough. tough. Yeah. Although I'll, I'll yeah, gladly I, go to the theater and see like a basically right. thirty dollar movie with me and Kayla. So I it's stupid, and then buy a I've couple kind of beers. Bandaid off on that one. I I I, I dropped twenty. Pretty. Odd. I I dropped twenty for Evil Dead and felt bad about that. I didn't. I did not. <laughs> I also did. Well, yeah. I also I also paid to watch Evil Dead and it wasn't worth it. I could have waited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that really like the new one for Evil Dead, folks? <laughs> it's, if you're into Evil Dead movies, then yeah, you'll like it. It's like I told Michael when he and I were talking about it. It's all all of the scary moments is just the idea of seeing a mom and homemaker saying curse words and horrible things to our kids. That's, that's the movie. Yeah. It's, it's going for that exorcist reverse yeah. shock factor kind of thing for sure. Um, but it doesn't land every, every part is well acted. It's just not that good of a movie. Mm. But as far as TV goes, uh, succession and Barry and yellow jackets have all wrapped up their seasons. Um, uh, so the two of two of the shows are just done. Barry and Succession. I thought they finished uh, really well, like almost perfectly for me. And uh, yeah, don't. I'm kind of trying to find a show. I've started like Primo, the Shea, Shea Serrano, Jason Concepcion show. Nice. That seems pretty good. Um, I've started Jury Duty on Aaron's yeah. recommendation. I did not anticipate James Marsden as James Marsden to be like a dark horse character of the year. Oh, so good. <laughs> like the, the look on his face when that guy says like, he heard that movie sucked and it's just like, oh, yeah. it's gonna, he's doing amazing. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. He's, it's so good. And then like, 
once you're done, the, like rewatching the, like the last episode where they show behind the scenes of the entire thing, like from the, all of the actors and showrunners point of view, like trying to keep this going around this guy is fantastic. Yeah. It's so I'm, good. I'm, I'm excited to watch more of that. And, uh, besides my 70 hours of Zelda, I've, uh, <laughs> snuck in the lies of P demo. Dude, I didn't finish lies of P demo. It's very long, right? It seems to be. I put in just under an hour. I, I beat like a first boss fight. Um, wow. Um, man, it is it is taking parts from every FromSoft game. You're a main character with like a, a mechanical arm that you can upgrade, similar to Sekiro. The combat is very Dark Souls 1, it feels to me. Um. Uh, it definitely has the aesthetic, a Bloodborne style kind of aesthetics for sure, and it's it seems like one of those if you need a FromSoft, if you need that kind of game in your life, uh, check it out for sure. Combat does not feel super great to me so far. Uh, it does not feel like that kinetic Bloodborne, like just going in there, backing up, getting back in there, pow, pow, like, that kind of stuff. It has, like, a cool uh, weapon durability system where you have, like, a Monster Hunter-style <laughs> bar. Yeah, we didn't even get to that in the, in the Zelda stuff, dummy. <laughs> it's not worth talking about. That's why I don't play the Zelda games, really. I really didn't like we, that in the first we one. Know. Right. We know. We right. know. And, uh, but when your weapon gets uh, like runs out of durability, your mechanical arm has a grinder in the elbow and you do this really cool sharpening animation like wow, mid fight. Awesome. You're just like and, and it, that that's like my favorite part of the game <laughs> so far. Okay. You're just hitting rocks. Uh. <laughs> as much as I want. As much as yeah. And uh Yeah, I got to like an hour in and then it gets to like your hub home base kind of area and I, I backed out a little bit. I, I, I think I might go back in, but I don't I don't know if it's gonna be a game I'm gonna download on Game Pass day one and, and check out anymore. I don't know. Well Zelda might still be gripping you at that point. Yeah, I, I Switch gives you like a weird hour count. It said like at the beginning of my day yesterday that it was at like above 65 hours whatever yeah. that means <laughs> so I, I think i'm around 70 now and wow. i don't feel like i'm halfway through that game i i don't know it, it just feels like a forever game i don't know <laughs> hey hey quick question quick question quick question quick question sure is there is there a lying mechanic in lies of p <laughs> oh thank you thank you that is kind of the thing i there is kind of an interesting uh narrative thing because like you're in a world of just you're fighting these animatronic puppets it reminds me a lot of like bioshock in that way these big giant like robotic enemies and uh it it becomes a thing like where you have to get access to this building and you have to lie and a puppet can't lie so you have to lie that you're a human hmm. and you they let you in and she knows gross and yeah, the, like, it has like a, a cool death <laughs> animation screen because it goes lying or dying. And then it has a loading screen where it's Pinocchio's nose like growing. And growing. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's All right. I'm back. I'm back in. I'm back in. Right. 
like early on, I had like my mission now is find Geppetto at this, you know, it's, 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 it is like a, just a weird, dark Pinocchio story. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's an in-between kind of game. I don't know. Like I, if it, if there wasn't so much big stuff right now, I would be more anticipated for it, but man, I don't know. Like, have you gotten Jiminy Cricket? I know that he plays a, a part. <laughs> I haven't met him. I do have like a uh, Tinkerbell style uh, character in my lantern. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I assume that in was Jiminy lantern. Cricket. So okay. maybe it's okay. it's not in in maybe it's just different. I assume that was the Jiminy Cricket type character. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe kind of like fables, it. like uh, the, the 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 comic series that um, Wolf Among Us, or- the Wolf Among Us was based on. Like you're playing through you when you're reading through it, everybody like lives on Earth now because their own worlds are being destroyed by this entity that like was going world the world destroying everything. And it turns out that that entity was Geppetto. Oh, nice! Taking over everything with his puppets. Um. So that's actually a pretty cool, like like a little dark twist. That's a little similar. That's cool. Nice. That would be cool. That would be a cool twist. Well, the the comics are very good until they're not, and then they're Big Bad Wolf is a air spirit, and his and Snow White kids like fly around, and it gets bad. Sounds sounds but, all right. Um, oh, originally, man, up and up until you meet like the Boogeyman, um, he it's a really really good comic series. Nice. Was that the uh, sum total there, Mike? Yeah, I'm I'm all caught up. Thank nice. you. <laughs> oh, hey, no, it's good. It's good. We we got caught up. We wanted to get caught up, and we got caught up. Me and Kayla were gone for a while, and we haven't had an opportunity to really dig in deep with you guys. Speaking of us being gone, we took a little trip to London, so we thought we should have a Brit draft. We are going to draft our favorite uh, British characters, British actors, uh, London set things, everything in pop culture that comes to us from Britain. The UK is open uh, in this in this endeavor, so, you know, you don't have to be super, like, uh, the, the island of England, uh, you know, that... They're they're weird over there. They 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 got a lot of little little territories and stuff. So, um, how it's gonna go? Uh, all five of us will be drafting in six different categories. If you've done a draft with us before, you kind of know how these go. We'll we'll snake uh draft. The six categories are as such: um, leading lord. So this is a main character or a leading actor in. Uh, of British origin. Uh, they can be voiced by a British person. They can be a British person. Uh, we're going to make it easy for, for everyone else. But it has to be a leading lord, uh, a main character or main uh, actor. Leading lady, same thing, but for the ladies, right? Uh, pretty simple. Uh, my favorite category, I think everyone's favorite category. Uh, Mike came up with these most most uh, of the way, so folks, hat tip to Mike. Uh, best bloke is our third category. This is a supporting character, uh, supporting actor, supporting character. Um, anyone who lends support to another story in, in all of pop culture. This is open to movies, TV shows, video games, anything like that. Uh, but a best bloke 
we have the next category is London Calling. So anything set in London uh, can be anything in, in pop culture that has a primary setting of London. Fifth category is Kitman. So this is anyone who creates, runs. Uh, so we're thinking of directors, writers, uh, maybe developers of games, uh, but of British origin. Uh, have fun with that one. And then the last is the yield wildcard category. Uh, it's a grab bag. Choose what you want. Just has to be British. Uh, and uh, maybe you, you have to stick up for your, your choice, uh, <laughs> whether it actually fits. But uh, those are the six categories. Leading Lord, <laughs> Leading Lady, Best Bloke, London Calling, Kitman, and Ye Old Wildcard. I'm going to go ahead, folks, and... Um, Folks on the call, I should say. None of you at home are, are seeing this. I'm going to share my screen because I've noticed that in, in previous drafts, uh, you guys, you're, you're very trusting that when I randomize the names that I'm, um, you know, actually, uh, you know, being being honest well, I with hope it. you're being honest. Yeah, I, I am. I have been, but I feel like, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd, I'd never... When I say the fix is in every time we do one of these, I don't, I don't think the fix is in. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. We've got the names uh, Eric, Kayla, Mike, Demetrius, and Aaron. I'm going to go ahead and hit randomize, and we will create our random list. Okay. Number Damn, I got one. got the turn? Oh, Mike got the turn. Uh, Aaron starts us off. I go next. Kayla is in the unenviable position of three. Uh, Demetrius is four, and Mike is on the turn. He is five. Um, we will snake in this draft. So, so I get picks uh, five and six. Mike gets picks five and six. Give me a moment to write into my handy-dandy spreadsheet here the names so I can keep track of everything uh, that feel like I'm at work again. Um, so... Let's start it off. Aaron, you get to start us off with the number one overall draft pick in the Brit draft. You can pick any category uh, that you want. and uh, I don't No know. repeats. No right, repeats. Well, taken That's off of the board. Great call because many of these characters or actors could fit in multiple categories uh, or even, you know, um, oh, yeah. a, you know, a story could fit in multiple categories or something like that. So um, if... Somebody is picked, they can no longer be picked for a different category. What if they're picked as a character in one? No repeat. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So, like a character that a particular like actor has played, but you're not necessarily picking that actor? Is that kind of the, the idea? Yeah. We could discuss are they, it. Are they open as an actor, or or once they're picked as once that actor is picked as a character, they're cut off from everything? I guess. I think if you've picked the I character, so. let's just say that like um, James Bond could be drafted in this draft. Let's say he's been played right. by does many that cut off six actors. I don't think it does. I don't okay. think it does. Um, right. but there are others that that might. So I think we'll we'll have to have a maybe a little bit of a discussion. discussion. Yeah, on that, but um. Okay. But, you know, uh, but I think if you specifically said actor X, you know, that I'm still that waiting on my official rule book in the mail. For yeah. Yeah. There, uh, 
<laughs> we tried to get things mailed from London here, uh, and it was it was not great. Um, so I think it I think it's coming from the same uh, location. Yeah, you, you'll get Thank it. You. You'll Thank get you. it. Uh, uh, Aaron, start us off. Um, so there's like a, there's like a sidekick one, right? Uh, best bloke. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Nick Frost. I knew Nick it. Frost is a wonderful <laughs> first pick. <laughs> he was who I honestly, when I thought of the category, that's who popped right. in my head. Like, yeah, him. first thing for me too. He's made a career out of, of out of that kind of. So. Love him, love him. Great pick, great pick. Nick Frost of uh, Shaun of the Dead fame. Of the Dead. Uh, si- basically, just Simon Pegg's best buddy. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <His> best bloke, <laughs> Paul. Uh, if anyone likes Paul, um, yeah. No one likes Paul. <laughs> okay. Lena loves Paul, who we've watched. She's <laughs> a big fan of Paul. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm on I'm on now here. Um man. It's tough. This is tough. I think I might do best bloke as well, because I want to get I wanna get um so I'm picking an actor um in, in best bloke. Um, and I'm picking Tom Hardy. Uh, I Ooh. love Tom Hardy as a supporting character. He's, He's my favorite part of The Revenant. He's my oh, yeah. favorite part of uh, Batman, the third Peaky one. Blinders. Uh, He's my favorite part. Of, he's one of my favorite parts of Peaky Blinders. Uh, Inception. I think he is, he is perfect. Yes, as a supporting actor, um, as a lead whatever uh I but enjoy venom. i think good in venom. venom's fine and uh the 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 dirt road one mad max see i almost mad see max? it as i i think that's a charlie's theron movie it's right. to me yeah that feels part, very charlie's theron movie yeah. he doesn't have a whole lot of stuff to do in that and he's wonderful as as the guy who just is is there you know like yeah. see that? even though he's the Fate. like he is mad max right what but a bloke, like, you know he's, he's the best bloke, bloke i think um, what a bloke all right so we got nick frost and tom hardy in the best bloke so far uh round one uh pick number three kayla uh so i am going with Kitman first Nice. Because this was really hard for me, and I was like, I'm gonna get mine off the board. That way, y'all don't take it. And I'm, I'm taking Christopher Nolan. Um, oh, nice. Good pick. He's my favorite Batman's. Uh, I'm excited about Oppenheimer coming up. He's just got a very like, like you know, you're watching a Christopher Nolan movie when you're watching a Christopher Nolan movie, and I can respect that. Love it. Good pick. He has a seal of quality with him. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Eat your heart out, Sean Fennessy. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke for two people on this pod. Uh, yeah. <laughs> D, you're up. Uh, I think I'm going to go Kitman 2, okay. and I'm going to go with uh, Neil Gaiman. Nice. Ooh, wow. Nice. The Sandman. <laughs> Yeah, that, and I was actually, when I kind of was doing, like, a deep dive, he did one of my kind of, like, favorite cult movies, Stardust. It's so, it's such a weird fantasy movie, but I love it so much. It's uh, so good. If you have not seen Stardust, go watch it. It is a fun ride. Uh, 
what's his name uh from daredevil is in it as the main character i cannot remember his name charlie uh Uh, yes cox yes thank you dude's awesome yeah he's the main guy he's the main guy and he just plays he just can act he can turn a boring character that that guy was into someone i want to watch stardust okay (laughs) i'll put that on the list i dig it neil gaiman that's a kind of an out there pick i like it Uh, that's good i didn't even think of like yeah authors plus you know he's he's done he's kind of done every type of media at this point yeah yeah that's good that's fantastic uh mike you get the final pick of round one man i feel like you know the British diamond has fell into <laughs> my lap here. I'm taking leading Lord. Okay. I'm taking DDL. I'm taking Daniel day. Okay. Uh, Back on the scene, know. Daniel day Lewis, you know, is he, well, he, he was, uh, photographed for the first time in like five years. Uh, oh, really? he was wearing like an Adidas tracksuit. Uh, it was intense. Yeah. It was wild. Uh, that's the British uh, really thing to wear. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> tracksuit, 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 baby. Adidas. <laughs> kind of picking them just on the base of four rolls, like uh, <laughs> there will be blood, my love, Gang of New York, Lincoln, and Phantom Thread, and I think he's just so fucking good in all of those, and he's one of my favorites, and uh, haven't really seen any of his, you know, my left foot era kind of stuff, you know. Last of the Mohicans, haven't seen it, oh, but uh, check out Last of the Mohicans. That's a good one, man. It's a good movie. I don't know. There's like some weird erasure with that movie. I feel weird. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't know if it holds up culturally. Chief Navajo uh, Daniel Lewis. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It's kind of weird. Okay. I don't know. It's I'll still, give you that. It's still a good movie. It's still a good movie. It's still a good movie. With, with him, it could, it should count because he probably like joined like became official like fucking he did? well like he, he like, like i don't know he probably did the due diligence to, to earn the respect yeah, yeah. he spent people. months in the wilderness and learned how to yeah. build a canoe by chopping down a tree and hollowing out with like period appropriate tools like for that role like so yeah he's absolutely insane. wild he's, he's yeah a, he's the fucking psychopath <laughs> <laughs> he's he's crack, so uh he will be my leading lord that's a good good pick. Uh, round one ends with Aaron picking Nick Frost in Best Bloke, me picking Tom Hardy in Best Bloke as well, Kayla picking Christopher Nolan in Kitman, D picking Neil Gaiman in Kitman, and Mike picking Daniel Day-Lewis in Leading Lord. Mike gets the first pick in round two. Okay. Man, I kind of wanted. I'm gonna do Kitman here, and I'm gonna pick the guy who wrote like a show that just finished recently. It's probably it's in my top five now, Ooh. Uh, and that's Jesse Armstrong who created Succession, and okay. just I don't know someone who could just writes the best fucking like dialogue I've ever like I've ever heard. I just eat it all up and. Just the emotion that he drags out of these like characters, and the the feel, the emotion you get to feel for these people that suck, but somehow you <laughs> he tricks you into like fucking rooting for him, and uh, uh, yeah, he just just a masterful job he did on this show, and uh, I love him. 
Nice, nice pick. Jesse Armstrong. Good, good pick. Uh, D, you have uh, the board for round two. Okay, so I think I'm going to go with my uh, leading lady, mm. uh, and I'm going to choose uh, Tilda Swinton. Ooh, Ooh, she was on my short list. On my big board, Great yep. Pick. Great pick. Good pick. Tilda Swinton. Love it. Would have fit in Bloke extremely well as as well. Yes. I yeah. was I was kind of I was kind of on the edge there, but I was like, I need a stronger I need a stronger pick because I was gonna go with my childhood crush, Kira Knightley. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I, I kind of pinned you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, no, no! Use your brain, Demetrius. Use your brain this time. Hey, D, I you saw Bend It Like Beckham in theaters, so you know. <laughs> that played in theaters. Uh, it played at the <laughs> uh, day, the yeah. Kennedy Theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure did. That's when I saw really did. Fan, so. Oh, gotta go, gotta go, Tilda, gotta go, Tilda. She is, she is a beast. Um, more a creature than anything. I think she, she would also fit in like leading lord. She would fit all, she, all categories. She is androgynous as cuss. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love Tilda. Uh, Kayla, you're on round two. I think D and I are working the list kind of the same way. No. Uh, I'm also picking Lady Lady Leading Lady. Uh and I'm picking Kate Winslet. Nice pick. Oh, nice. Man. <laughs> my my board is shrinking. <laughs> Dwindling. Uh, <laughs> she's just fantastic. I just Mayor of Easttown was like really like the eye opening thing for me, but looking back at just all of her work is is she's impressive. great at everything she does yeah. she just brings credibility and professionalism she, and talent right to such everything. like a calm strong presence yeah okay um I, I'm, I'm all right it's my turn it's my pick and i think i think Don't i gotta go it. kit man uh okay. and i'm you know because i'm a little afraid mike mm-hmm. no mike already picked one okay because i Damn, I, I kind of know Aaron's pick. He saved That's him fine. for you. It's fine. I'm, I'm gonna go Kit Man, uh, and um, uh, and I'm doing uh, I'm doing Ridley Scott. Oh yeah, Ooh. doing doing Ridley, and uh, you know Christopher Nolan was number two on my big board, and then I, I won't spoil number three. It was kind of between the two, but uh, yeah, Ridley Scott. Um, I will always say that movies started in 1979 with Alien. Um, anything before that is completely irrelevant, um, even though Alien is just a ripoff of Jaws. But it's uh, it's a superior movie, and um, every movie has uh, been built from uh, from Alien. So uh, Ridley Scott is is a genius. Um, and yeah, it's not just Alien. Like it's not just the Alien universe. Uh, I'm. I loved Gladiator. So excited for Gladiator Two. Apparently, there was like uh, some injuries on the set uh, yesterday of Gladiator Two. So, um, you know, hopefully that's okay. But um, yeah, the Napoleon movie that's coming out with Joaquin Phoenix this year, really excited. Oh, yeah, um, the Last Duel was dope. Oh, the Last Duel was yeah. I'm, he's 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 the goat. Uh, so I'm a Body of Lies guy. You like Body of Lies? 
That's um, that's Russell Crowe. and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. Uh, so me neither. I but I, I liked tell it. You. So I, I, I dug it. Yeah, at the time, uh, I was on a big. I mean, Russell Crowe. I mean, me and Ridley both loved Russell Crowe yes. around that time. So yes. same. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Didn't he uh, do that Robin Hood? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of dug was, that too. That was a good one. I, I I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, yeah, just. In Ridley, I trust. Um, Aaron, uh, you get the next two picks, but uh, you get to end round two. Um, what's that one you said? Kitman? Kitman, yes. Uh, I'll do Edgar Wright. Yeah, knew it. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Edgar Wright. Little synergy with uh, Nick Frost. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Um... I expect all of Aaron's picks to be in that. In that <laughs> he could. Exactly. I watch a lot. The thing is, like, I watch a lot of British shows. Like, I literally I use you a do, v- yeah. I watch, I, like, I use a VPN and watch, like, all of their shows. But I just really like those. <laughs> Love it. We watched some weird shows while we were there. Let's just say. Oh, yeah. L- London big... cinema is interesting. Or London TV, I should say. It's really Are big fans of reality shows that just shit on poor people? Like, it's like, this is a show where they, because over there, if you don't pay, like, bills you owe, they can send what they call sheriffs, and they can come in your house and take your stuff and sell it. It's not like here where you have a bunch of protections for that. Like they, I've seen Robin Hood, Aaron. Right. So, they, um, so like, they've got a show about that, where they just follow these people out and get filmed on the worst day of their life. Room Raiders. Their, their cars being taken and stuff. And then, like, they've got ones about, like, people trying to find, like, housing and like it's just dark shit and they all watch it over there so well we are the nation that uh came up with cops so you know we're we're just competing i think the two of us for from being shitty uh but uh round 2 ends with Aaron picking Edgar Wright a uh, fantastic pick even if a little bit on the nose for Aaron um i picked Ridley Scott also completely on the nose uh Kate Winslet was Kayla's pick in the leading lady category and d picked tilda swinton also in the leading lady category and mike got jesse armstrong in kitman kitman is done at this point we've all made picks i didn't know that that one would uh yeah that one is is full at this point aaron you get to start off uh round three i'm gonna do leading lady uh olivia coleman oh no motherfucker no he did it (laughs) you should have picked him first man oh wow (laughs) Oh, I really, wow. I really like Broadchurch, and she's really good in Hot Fuzz. Not in Hot Fuzz. So. Yeah, she is in Hot Fuzz. She's in Hot Fuzz? Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, she is in Hot Fuzz. She's a really good actor. So. She is. Yeah. She's so fun. You're just doing the Edgar Wright. I, I, want, I, I hope at the that end of this. That was based on Broadchurch. No, be- that was based on Broadchurch. <laughs> oh, wow. This would be great if Aaron's all of Aaron's picks are Edgar Wright shit. Uh, the crew. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, Aaron, you 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 did it. You did the thing. Uh, you made the right choice. Uh, Olivia Coleman's. Um, She's she's the mother of the pod. She really is. Um, so we've got, got a big brother. <laughs> I guess I'll. Um, I don't think anyone else will pick. I'll just do it. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll also do leading lady. Um, and it wouldn't be me unless it's uh, Rachel Vice. Um, gonna pick Rachel Vice as uh, my leading lady. Um, my queen and um. Nothing, nothing more to say there. I mean, she's uh, she's she's just one of my favorites. Um, uh, one of my favorites. 
um, with uh, Olivia uh, Coleman, Rachel Weiss, and Emma Stone. And yeah, good, great movie, by the way. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Rachel Weiss is, is great. I've had a uh, uh, crush on her since I was, you know, who knows? What, whenever The Mummy came out. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and uh, she can act a little bit. She's, she's actually a, a pretty phenomenal actor as well. So it's not all. It's not all. Anybody babies. check out that show she's doing? Dead Ringers? No. No. Really want to. Really want yeah. to. Because there's the two of them. Two Rachel Weisses. Uh, Kayla, you're up next. My actual queen. Aww. Well, um, London is calling. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, answer. You better answer. <laughs> I'm picking Fleabag. Good Fleabag for me. Yeah. All right. That's on my um, list. I um, this part of my list now has been like, all right, I gotta, I gotta spread some love over here, some love over here, and yeah. and there was so many ways where you could have done so many of these. Right. That, uh, I hope it all works man. out. Right. Um, so, uh, Fleabag for me. Great show. Hilarious. Yeah. What, what a, a great pick. pick. Great pick. All right. On to D. Round three. Okay. What do, what do I want to do? Um, let's see. Dead Leading Lady, Kit Man. Let's hey. do... Uh... Let's do best bloke, and I'm gonna do Michael Kane. Wonderful pick. Good bloke. Good pick. I I literally <laughs> don't have to say. Yeah, I literally don't have to explain. You guys know. You know. So you Michael Kane. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. I, I I have I have a Michael Kane in my back pocket, and it's real bad. Uh, I practice it way more often than I should probably. Um, but uh, I'm glad you did it. That's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, one of, I mean, the, what is it, the quote from Batman Begins? I literally use that, raising my children. <laughs> That's good. Oh, Ma- Master Bruce, why do we fall down? It's good stuff. That's not a bad Michael Caine yourself, D. Good, it's, it's good. good. It's pretty good. Um, Mike, you get to f- finish out round three. Has everyone picked Leading Lady but me? Yes, that's yeah. correct. That okay, correct. so I'll save that because I got a found a good fourth. Fuck, I didn't think I had to <laughs> think of three more than three people for these. Yeah, my top three <laughs> are all taken. Plenty. There's not a lot of actors. Sleeping. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. Man, I'm gonna do London Calling, and I'm gonna do Children of Men. Nice. Mm. Not fully set in the UK or London or whatever, but definitely that that first act. Uh, in the same world. Yeah, and just such a cool—it's a cool setting of having like this like weird end of the world. Like, really, we're at the ta- we're getting we're getting to the boiling point here, and what what, what could happen? And uh, seeing it in the UK was cool. I just like. Random fucking bombs going off and stuff, and and in that part of the world. You know who's a really good bloke in that? Michael Caine, the be- maybe the best bloke. Uh, <laughs> for sure, like if I was ranking blokes, he's a he's a top notch bloke. He fucking he's a dude in that one. Pull my finger. That's great. You're right. You're right. 
<laughs> so good. So good. Uh, so round three ends with Mike picking children of men in London calling, uh, D getting Michael Caine uh, for best bloke, Kayla picking Fleabag for London calling, me picking Rachel Vice uh, in Leading Lady, and Aaron picking Olivia Coleman in Leading Lady. Very good pick. Very good pick. Um, Mike, you get to start. I off wanted. Right I wanted Libby so oh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Number one. Number one. Um, I'm gonna do my bloke here. Ooh. And uh, I'm gonna pick a character from a show that really was held up, I thought, by all of its kind of blokes. Uh, and that's Game of Thrones. And I'm gonna pick Braun. Nice. Uh, from Game of Thrones. A show that would just kill off my favorite character every at every turn. It happened every season. Uh, he was the one kind of left standing. <laughs> like he became <laughs> kind of my favorite that was still alive at the end. And his adventures um, with uh, uh, Tyrion and things like that were just some of my favorite parts of the show. And... He just stepped up, and he was a great bloke uh, at times, and was a bad bloke at times. <laughs> but uh, uh, he is my pick for best bloke. The actor, I, I I don't know his name, but he was in like a synth pop group in the eighties. Uh, seen that? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the 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 yeah the TikToks and such of those. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, Bron, great pick. I mean, like unexpectedly survived. You know, like uh, who would have thought that that was one you know to win the game but uh ron what a great character best bloke uh d you're up in round four all right <laughs> round four here we go i'm gonna do just get this out of the way i'm gonna do my leading lord uh and it's gonna be uh robert pattinson nice he was on my my list yes great pick I got some I got some recency bias, you know, in there. I fucking loved him in the Batman. Uh that that a lot of people were like, it's the it's just the animated thing, it's live action. I was like, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And he did it. He did the thing. He he came in there swinging. He's had a lot of good like, you know, you know, indie films and stuff in between. Have you seen Good Time? I started it. I have not finished Ooh. it. Finish it. Finish it. He's great. He's good movie. Yeah. It's, I like that movie. I'm, I'm smitten. I'm smitten. He's great. What a glow up. I mean, like from mm. just being kind of a, a laughing stock after Twilight to, you know, and I guess maybe a little bit Harry Potter. Yeah, now completely respectable. Like just a, you know, kind of a, a leading lord. One might say, you know, uh, great pick, great pick, Robert Pattinson. Kayla, you're up, round four. Yep, uh, I'm I'm doing best bloke, and I am picking Rebecca from Ted Lasso, who is nice. Hannah Waddingham. Um, Ted Lasso is great. I love it, and Rebecca is such a strong supporting character. Uh, she's her whole story's a lot of uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, really, that first season is really the... Character... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's the story of, of Ted and Rebecca in a, in a big mm -hmm. way, and then just kind of took it from there. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Excited for, hopefully, I mean, there's talks of the, a spinoff led by kind of mm -hmm. her and um, 
what's uh, Keeley was the character, but what's the act? Uh, Juno, Juno Temp- Temple, yeah, Juno Temple's character as well. Um, I'm here for it. Rebecca's great pick in in Best Bloke, fantastic character. Um, oh, it's me. Okay, um, <laughs> I've got Leading Lord, London Calling, and Ye Old Wild Card. I guess I'll save a Wild Card. I got some fun ones there. Um, London Calling. Um, I got, I got one that no one else is going to pick, but hey, let's do it. Um, the Order, 1886. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, uh, it was on my list. Is it? Oh, it's just such a cool yeah. version yeah. of, like, Victorian London. It's, like, steampunk and mythology, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just an underrated game and underrated, like, um telling of of like arthurian legend and stuff too like it's just it's kind of got a lot and and it's thoroughly kind of british even though i looked up the studio and they're from california um but uh yeah the order 1886 just um if you haven't checked it out it's like free everywhere i think it's on ps plus or it's probably like five bucks now to buy um came out like the beginning of ps4 um slept on game and it's quick it's like a 10 hour game or not even probably less than yeah it's okay it's so cool i felt like i talked about it way too much before so i I didn't uh i didn't pick it but great great pick yeah it's it's great uh so that's that's me round four uh on to on to aaron finish out round four what's left you have leading lord you have london calling and you have yield wild card i spelled wild with a y uh, you don't Ooh. see that in my uh, spreadsheet, but I I did. <laughs> Pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm gonna do London Calling for uh, people just do nothing. There you go. Which is my favorite British TV show. So, and it's uh, it's about London. Like literally, they have a whole episode where one of the characters has to move out to like one of the like it's still technically Lovin, but it's one of like the little boroughs that ra- that's around it. And they keep talking like it's a different country. (laughs) It was kind of interesting. We we went to uh, Richmond, which is still London, but it's um, what fifteen minute like train outside, you know. So it's it's basically just like Wrigleyville in in Chicago or something, but um. It's quite a different feel. It gets interesting. Like the different boroughs of of London can have that that different feel. So. yeah, people just do nothing. I I remember you talking that up pretty um, highly. Was that your like top five shows of all time? I think like when we yeah. did our like first episode ever. Um, has Edgar Wright done any work on that? Because I won't oh, accept I it. Uh, it's not his kind of humor. Not his kind of humor. <laughs> okay, well we're striking that one from. Uh, That's uh, all place. written by Steve Stamp <laughs> and uh, Alan Mustafa. Nice, nice. Uh, so round four ends with people just do nothing uh, from Aaron. Uh, I picked the order 1886. Uh, both of those were in London calling. Kayla picked Rebecca from Ted Lasso and Best Bloke. Uh, D picked Robert Pattinson in Leading Lord. And Mike picked Braun in Best Bloke. Best Bloke and Kitman are now uh, completely filled for all contestants. Um... Aaron, you have Leading Lord and Ye Old Wildcard available to you in round five. Um, Leading Lord, I'm going to pick Luther from Luther. Love it. (laughs) From the album Luther. 
Right. <laughs> Luther, Luther, Luther. It's really good. The, the, uh, the show falls off after like the second season, but um. Oh darn! It's about Luther it, Vandross, right? Right, right. Yeah, but it, it's it's one of those. It gets crazy really fast, so now everything after has to top it. Um, because ah. he's he's not a good cop. Like he's he's he does awful things. Like he stalks his wife, and then when police try to stop him he's he outranks them because he's a detective inspector so they're like afraid to do anything to him and that's Life. pretty much how he goes through and then it's Idris Elba so it's the captivating you know. is the absolutely, movie absolutely. I haven't seen the movie because okay. I assume I have to have seen all of the show and I got I, I had to stop watching the show because it, it just got really fucking weird but um oh. I've heard the movie's good though so I might give it a I shot yeah um but I'd it's it's fantastically acted. Every character does great, and he does the best. Cause yeah, it it used to be on Netflix, right? And I think they pulled it. Like I think That's it's on I like Britbox so or something now. Yeah, yeah. They're um. So I'm sure you guys know when you were over there, Channel Four. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a channel you you automatically get with your TV license in the UK. Their TV is done differently. You don't pay for cable. You pay for a license. You get access to certain channels, and then you can pay for more. If you have like, if you do get cable, well, channel four is something they all have, but they pay taxes for it. So it's really limitedly available around the world. That's why you have to use a VPN to watch any of their stuff. And that's one of the shows that it's, it's hard to get a hold of that. They seem to be pulling stuff back, but BritBox gets a lot of it too. So yeah, we were wanting to, we did, you know, before the trip, we wanted to absorb as much kind of London stuff. And I was like, man, let's check out Luther. And I was like, yeah, it's on Netflix, right? And no, not anymore. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, uh, I'll check it out eventually. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. <laughs> uh, eh, maybe. We'll see. One piece um, ain't British. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the most British. Lay ocean. <laughs> Set in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ye old wild card will be my pick, and I'm gonna go with uh, Wheatley. Uh, he could have also been uh, the best b- bloke, but uh, Wheatley from from Portal Two. Um, Aww, cool. Like, I mean, what's I always Merchant. forget? Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Thank you so much. I always forget that dude's Great. name. Um, just one of the well, best voice acted like performances i think ever. definitely one of the funniest i would say like like voice acting performances ever um and just a joy uh to normally you know sidekicks are hit and miss in in stuff in video games um but yeah wheatley is is all hit uh so yeah wheatley's my ye old wild card uh up to you Caleb. um this is round five. Yeah, you've got leading lord and uh, wild card. I'll pick Tom Holland. I was like, holy shit, why isn't Tom Holland the lead actor in more stuff? This is fucking great. Then it went weird places, and it did the thing where it just <laughs> couldn't, like, they just keep reaching for more story and more story and more story, and it was good where it was. It was, you didn't have to work with Winston Churchill. I, I don't know. It got weird. Winston Churchill. He's he's the only British person. If you make a British thing, Winston Churchill is going to be in it. Right? Yeah. So you're changing Winston your pick Churchill. to Winston Churchill for the Lord. <laughs> right. then. Nope. Yeah, okay. yeah. nope. Uh, Tom Holland for me. D, you have a pick in round five. You've got London so calling gonna, and you've got Wild. We're gonna 
We're going to save that wild card. Uh, and I'm going to do London Calling, and I'm going to do Good Omens. Good Omens. That's a Neil Gaiman, right? <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you have not you watched picked Good them, so You can't pick that. <laughs> but I'm picking this show, baby. I'm picking a show, not Neil Gaiman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched Good Omens, uh, season two is coming up in July. It is hysterical. It's so funny. Really? And it has, it's so good. It's so good. Watch it with my mom. We sat, we binged the whole season when it came out. So funny. How it's are you about. Watching? Uh, we watched it on what is it, Prime? Prime Video? I think so. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I have that. Yeah. So, Prime, yeah, Prime Video, so funny. Uh, it's about like an angel and a demon and, uh, you know, the like revelations type rapture stuff going on. And they're like, eh, I don't know if we're about that life. And just all the hilarity of basically that situation. In, uh, um, the good place vibes. Yes, yes. That's that's that. Thank you, Kayla. It has that same kind of like dark comedy where it's like very well lit shot, you know, a lot of funny stuff going on, but that good vibe. Thank you. Thank you. Good mm-hmm. place vibes. Man, this uh, cast list is insane. <laughs> I know, right? Michael Sheen, David Tennant, John Hamm, Benedict Cumberpatch, Francis McDormand, uh, Nick Offerman, like Brian Cox, like it's just it's insane. Um, it's stacked. It's pretty stacked. Wow. I love Brian Cox. Oh man, Logan, yeah. Logan Roy. I'm in third season of Succession. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, Logan. <laughs> Logan's like just like I don't know. He's up there with like Darth Vader, like as just like iconic <laughs> characters. I don't know. <laughs> I love him. I like him. I don't think I think he's the good guy now. <laughs> oh man. His kids suck. What's he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? <laughs> Thanos is right. Thanos is right. Thanos is right. Uh but yeah, no, definitely like check out Good Omens. Definitely def- it's such a it's such a fun ride, like honestly. All right, Mike, you get the final two picks. You get the final pick of round five and the first pick of round six. Uh, what's your round five pick? I'm going to do Leading Lady. And all of my like picks were taken. You know, Olivia Coleman, Tilda, Kate Winslet. Can't pick Jessie Buckley because she's Irish. But I- I'm going to stick to my pick. And I think it's still a great pick. I'm picking Florence Pugh. Nice. Uh, just kind of one of those ones I, I I almost had season tickets for. Like, I still almost want to watch Don't Worry, Darling, just because she's in it. Uh, she's the best part. And, uh, um, yeah, I'd, you know, seeing her in Little Women and then to Black Widow, then, you know, everything else. She's great. Yeah, just found out she was uh, uh, British. Uh, the other day, yesterday, I think. Uh, round five completes with Florence Pugh, uh, Mike's leading lady. Good omens in London calling for D. Tom Holland in round All right, five for Kayla. She did it. Um, He's from like that part Aaron was talking about. Like, no, I'm kidding. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth. 
for me in yield wild card and luther uh for I mean, Luther's a fucking robot he ain't british like i don't know He's- <laughs> <laughs> he is coded British, okay? Um, British coded. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have the final round, Mike. Round six. You have ye old wild card. For my wild card, I'm picking uh, a character from Wayne's World 2. <laughs> I'm picking Del Preston, played by Ralph Brown. He is like the uh, roadie god that they are searching out so they can put on uh, Wayne's stock. And he just kind of steals the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Del Preston. Wow. That is a wild card. He tells the amazing, you know, story where he has to get, you know, a bowl of brown M&Ms for Ozzy Osbourne to go on stage. And he (laughs) winds up having to kill the shopkeeper with a shoe. (laughs) A Bengal tiger. It's it's a great scene. Uh, uh, Shout out to Tomas on that one, too. I know he's also a big fan. And, uh, yeah, that'll round out my draft. All right. Uh, round six, final one for D. All right. So, uh, my wild card is going to be from a show called, uh, Shadow and Bone. Uh, and is, uh, Kaz Brecker, who is, uh, the leader of the Crows. Uh, he, That's not a real character. he, 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 uh, oh God, he, he steals the show, in my opinion. It was just kind of like a, another chosen one kind of story when it started. And then they introduced these, like, uh, you know, thieves. And that kind of kept me through the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it's really great. It's got a lot of uh, fantasy vibes. Uh, great world. And he's just, uh, I love a broken man trope. I love it. <laughs> That's Kaz Brecker. Yeah. Cool name. I dig it. Uh, Kayla, final pick, yield wild card. Uh, I will pick the chosen one. Thank you, D. Uh, Harry Potter. It's got to be on my list. <laughs> Tried to represent people. <laughs> it's a good pick. Good pick. Harry Potter. We we know him. Most of us love him. Uh, uh, leading Lord. Oh, me. <laughs> this is me. Um, the deepest category, some might say. Um, yeah. Man, you should I pick? Should I pick Simon Pegg? Uh, just to <laughs> you know, just ruin it all. Uh, just no, spite. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Christian Bale. I'm gonna go with Christian Bale. Uh, mm-hmm. I. Good pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's what is there to say? Um, arguably the best Batman. Um, just really in the same way that Daniel Day Lewis kind of uh, transforms for his roles, so does uh, Christian Bale. Um, and despite having really weird teeth, uh, is a leading leading lord. Um, look at his teeth next time you you get a chance. Weird teeth, but uh, yeah, he's in you know the Prestige, which is you know top five movie for me so uh christian bale uh final pick in the entire draft aaron what is it ye old wild card um going with the the curse which is uh, another show written acted in and produced by steve stamp and alan mustafa the same people who did uh people just do nothing nice um three of the main characters from people just do nothing are the main characters of this and it's it's a fantastic show he's had a second season which i have to watch still but it's Really, really good.
And that's the Brit draft, everyone. Uh, Aaron, I know you might have to dip out, right? No, no big yes. deal. Um, say goodbye to the audience, and uh, we'll we'll wrap up. Great goodbye, draft, audience. Aaron. Great <laughs> draft. See ya, Aaron. Aaron. Way to draft. Uh, so let's wrap up the Brit draft. Um, Aaron was the first pick. Uh, of the draft in leading lord he picked luther in leading lady he picked olivia coleman in best bloke it was nick frost Kitman was edgar wright london calling was people just do nothing and ye old wild card was the curse uh, aaron went deep uh i went a little less deep i think leading lord christian bale leading lady rachel vice best bloke tom hardy Kitman was ridley scott London Calling was The Order 1886, and Ye Olde Wildcard was Wheatley. Kayla picked Tom Holland, and you can't tell uh, anything other than that in Leading Lord. Leading Lady, Kate Winslet. Best Bloke was Rebecca from Ted Lasso. Christopher Nolan was Kayla's Kitman. Fleabag was London Calling, and Ye Olde Wildcard was Harry Potter. In the final round. Uh, value in the final round, I would say. Yeah. That one. Um... D picked Robert Pattinson in Leading Lord. Leading Lady was Tilda Swinton. Michael Caine was Best Bloke. Neil Gaiman in Kitman. Good Omens. London Calling. And Ye Old Wildcard, Kaz Brecker. What a name. I like it. Uh, finally, Mike in Leading Lord picked Daniel Day Lewis. Florence Pugh in Leading Lady. Braun from Game of Thrones in Best Bloke. Kitman was Jesse Armstrong of Succession fame. Children of Men in London Calling. And Ye Old Wildcard was Del Preston, everyone, from Wayne's World 2. <laughs> what a pick. What a pick. Uh, the true wildcard. We'll, uh, we'll put the, these draft results up on social media so you guys can kind of pick through and see who had the best draft. Um, that was a lot of fun, guys. Uh, the Brit draft was deep, it was, um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, what do you guys think? Who, who, uh, who had the best draft? Uh, Mike, you think Mike had the best draft? D, you think you had the best draft? Kayla, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think we all kind of got our board, really. I mean, I almost had a perfect game. Livy got pulled out for me, but uh, <laughs> I got I got everything else I wanted. Definitely a lot of stuff that was left off that mm. uh, I thought would have been picked up. No Gary Oldman. I know not a Gary. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Uh, I thought that would would have been Eric's leading man, leading lord. Uh, but I think Ryan and Tomas kind of sent in what their picks would have been. Mm-hmm. I think they both had Oldman in one category or another. Um, for movie, uh, Ryan had Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm. I was surprised we didn't get. Uh, I thought your Kit Man might be Homeboy. Uh, Richie. Alex yeah. Garland. Yeah, I thought. I thought you were gonna pick Garland. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure, he was on my short list. Speaking of Lockstock oh. and Two Smoking Barrels, um, Vinnie Jones is in like all of those uh, Guy Ritchie movies. He's the 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 mute guy in um, Gone in sixty seconds. If you've like seen that yeah. one, yeah. Uh, he's just in like all the guy. I, I had him on my short list of, of best bloke. Um, he's great uh, pick. Any yeah. of the Ritchie verse people are 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 good. Good picks that, for sure. Daniel Craig, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Simon yeah. Pegg. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter, Laura Croft uh, in the uh-huh. video game. Lena uh, Headey. 
I had Laura Croft on mine. I switched it. That's a that's a fun pick. That's I always forget she's she's British. Uh, I I thought of uh, the first season of Black Mirror. Ooh, mm-hmm. uh, very British. Very uh, British. <laughs> um, probably, I thought of a game, uh, a PS2 game. It was probably one of my first big flashes into like British media and culture, and that was The Getaway. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It was really like a guy. Like after GTA Three, it was billed as like Guy Ritchie meets GTA, and. Uh, Really, really kind of cool game at the time. Uh, I don't think I had seen like Snatch or anything. So that that game and that like it had fully, you know, British voice acted cast. They like made the, you know, the map out to be like London and stuff like that, like one to one and uh, really cool, cool thing at the time. Yeah, sticking to video games, you got uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which is a yeah. great use of of London. Um and um, Media Molecule, uh, the Sony studio oh. that uh, behind like Dreams and Little Big Planet, uh, thoroughly British uh, studio, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely um, in in video games. Um, a little bit on the, I hope it's I don't think it's a spoiler uh, that Spider Punk makes uh, an appearance in yeah. in Spider Verse and uh, out of uh, him as bloke for sure. He's a great, great bloke. Great bloke. Great bloke. <laughs> we didn't touch on Sherlock Holmes or James Bond, uh, two iconic mm-hmm. British characters. Get those, get those guys at it. Get them out of here. We I mean, they're in them. everything. There's movies, there's TV shows, <laughs> and there's video games. So, you know, like, uh, you know, GoldenEye <laughs> fans out there or anything. Um, yeah, yeah. Captain Carter. Uh, uh, love, yeah, love a Captain Peggy. Carter as well. Um Fiona Shaw, uh, if if you don't know her by name, uh, she's in uh, just about everything. Uh, she was like my dark horse uh, best bloke. She's in like True Blood, Harry Potter. Um, she's got a very distinct look. She's kind of like a middle aged woman. Um, look her up. You're you'll know immediately because you've seen her in like ten things. She's everything. she's a, a a that guy. You know, <laughs> she's without a doubt great bloke. Notting Hill, you know, what a movie. That would be no one mentioned uh, Benedict, the Cumberbatch. Nice, yeah. Hiddleston. Or, or Hiddleston, yeah, yeah. I panicked Cavill. on my list. I had uh, Cavill and Jude Law and Hiddleston yeah. all on there. What a draft. Yeah. A lot what of great draft. options. A lot of, couldn't, I, couldn't lose on this one. Yeah, I was surprised nobody uh, hit up Millie Bobby Brown either. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I I don't love her. I don't know. She's good in that. Have you <laughs> seen the Sherlock Holmes, the uh, Anola Holmes? Uh, Anola Holmes. I tried to watch it, the first yeah. one. Both those are fun. She's she's, she's I like good. Them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I watched those with my daughter. She 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 was doing. She did pretty good in those movies. Yeah. Oh, I think they're ideal for like uh for like a younger woman. You know, yeah. like it like. Oh yeah. They work for me too, um, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the Brit draft, everyone. Um, I thank you, Mike, for not only kind of coming up with the categories we brainstormed a little bit, but actually thinking that we should do a draft in the first place. Um, uh, like initially, me and Kayla were coming up with a lot of different, like, oh, what do we do? We do our top fives. Do we do 
you know, I mean, what do we do? To be fair, I was like, yeah, we should play a game and we all just come with things and make a list, but you can't repeat. This is literally a draft. A dra- right, but- yeah. We like didn't <laughs> say draft. the words draft, but we were like building a game that was a draft and then you, you said it like, let's do a draft. And I'm like, hell yeah. It's, it worked. It was it was perfect. Um, I want to draft everything. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Uh, so that's episode 129 of the Machina Nonsense. We made it uh, before the big Xbox showcase. We're going to be able to actually watch that, or I am at least. That's starting at noon? That starts at noon, yeah. Uh, Ooh, about 10 minutes from that. now. Um, I'll tell you all about Starfield. Um, thank you, D. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Kayla. And thank you to Aaron uh, for, for drafting today. This was a lot of fun. Uh, catch us on social media. We'll be posting uh, the results and who had the best draft. And let us know um, anything we missed and haven't already talked about. Uh, that's it. Episode 129 is uh, done. We're getting out of here and we're saying, uh, I don't know, what's, what's a British goodbye? What, what do they say? They don't say good day, mate. That's Australian. Yeah, laters. Yeah, that's what they say. Lates. Cheerio. This one. Ta-ta. Cheery bye. <laughs> right? Ta-ta. <laughs> Am I doing it? Ta-ta. <laughs> yep. We've thoroughly uh, now <laughs> offended every single one of Fuck them. Fuck off, I think. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Fuck off, then. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, bugger. <laughs> <laughs>